This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yeah, top of the morning to you all. Welcome along. Summer breakfast, everyone. SEN, the early hours of Wednesday morning. Great to have your company wherever you tuned in today. 11.70am in Sydney, 8.01am on the Sydney coast, 15.75am Illawarra, 90.3 FM in Griffith, 13.23 in Canberra and, of course, across the globe by the SEN app. And a good morning as well to our fellow listeners in Queensland, north of the Tweed, tuning in via SENQ693 in Bruce Vegas, 16.20 in the Goldie and through the SEN track network uh, here for the first hour before we hospital pass you to Patton Heels. Good morning again. I'm Julian King. Network 10's Delisa Apps is alongside me. The open line number 1300 01 1170 and that text line 0457 736 736. Today on the program, Sydney FC coach Steve Corica will be along. They've had some back-to-back wins at the Sky Blues. Important for them as they make a tilt at finals football. Sydney King CEO Chris Pongrass will join us and Hammy Goodman from Sportsbet will be here as well. Uh, J.A., a very good morning to you. As I welcome you in, um, you had the green, sort of like an olive green on Monday, mm. a, a canary yellow affair yesterday. Sort of, you know, a real Aussie flavour to your garb the first couple of days. And today you've sort of got a Bubble Bill vibe. Hello. Oh, <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, Min- minus hello. the red nose. Uh, like, yeah. The bubblegum nose. Well, someone actually did say I looked like the other day, what's that, you know that ice cream that you get in the tub and there's like a white, red. Oh, Neapolitan. Yeah, that yeah. one. Someone said I looked like that the other day because I'd been sunburned. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was very red on one arm mm. and then I was very pale and yeah, I'm just channeling ice cream. Either that or the old bubblegum paddle pop, sort of pink and it's probably more of a brown than like a dark purple. Yeah. I'm not saying look bad, I mean, look delightful as always. Oh, thank you. Now, uh, you, you did you Uber it in again? I Ubered. Yeah. Yep. How long is the car in the shop? Feels like it's been there for an eternity. Yeah, I know. I think it's got another like week to go, but um, uh, another week. Yeah. What's wrong? I've just got to get airbags fixed. They didn't go off. I've just got to. Oh, is this one of these safety recall? No, things no. That it's three just years a, ago, and I thought I should probably do something about. You that probably then. should. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think anyone did. I'm very. No, I did absolutely. Oh, did you? Yeah, I care about my life. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I th- do you care about your car? Not as Are you much a car as my person? life. Not overly, no. No, I'm not either. No, like, no. I love the Camry. It just gets me everywhere. Actually, talking about cars, I heard there was a story about this L Plater in Adelaide that got busted going 250 k's an hour. 250 k's. 200 now, what? Now, what's the limit for an L Plater? I mean, 80 is it 80? I think 70 or 80 for an uh, L Plater. I'm not sure. 250 k's. I'm impressed that he found a car that can go two bucks fifty because Do my it? Nissan Tita would, you know, the minute you get to a hundred. On the M2, panels are flying off it. It's vibrating violently. I wouldn't know how to slow down from that. Uh, brakes, I find it. Yeah, are, but, are particularly reckon, helpful. but that's if where that, you get yourself just, into trouble. Yeah, or just sort of, you know, hang the garbage bag out the window, slow yeah. it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. That's like in The Sims. Commence braking procedure with a bus, and they've got to hang their jeans out the window to slow it down. But My Uber driver this morning was telling me about uh, So I was like, what, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this with this? hour and he said that I trade on the US stock market and then he was teaching me how to 
Probably got shares in Uber. This, yeah. this bloke. Yeah. Yeah. Wants to be man of the people. He, uh, yeah, he had his laptop and was like, this is. While he's driving too. No, no, while, really he's so. not while he's well, driving. I hope he has functional airbags. That's not all while say. he was driving. Well, that's good to know. Now, you went to, you had the yellow one yesterday. Presumably you decorated yourself with a blue bow up so you could be in Parramatta Eels colours. You mm. went out to the training ground at Kellyville. Mitchell Moses in the news spoke at Eels training yesterday, uh, but a little bit coy about his future or, or is maybe non-committal is the right word. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, he was hammered with questions. While his team, it was quite an interesting scenario, actually, because he came up to do media and all of a sudden all his teammates came from everywhere and they were kind of surrounding the press. And I said, oh, Mitch, is there an announcement or something? Like, what are they waiting for? And he said, no, no, no announcement today. And then he was obviously peppered with questions about his future, which all of them was, it's with my manager. It's with my manager. See, if you're a Parramatta fan... How do you feel emerging from that session and from what Moses has said? Uh, well, my feeling was that there was a very real risk of losing him mm. because, um, you know, there was nothing said about, well, we're, we're just working out the finer details here or anything like that. It very much, I, I mean, but, if the offer from the Tigers is said to be around 1.4, uh, I can't see how the Eels can possibly get anywhere close to that, given who they've signed. But having said that, he said he has vowed, Mitchell Moses, that money will play second fiddle to his pursuit of a premiership as he prepares to make a call on, on his future and maybe before round one. If that's the case, if we're to believe that money is no issue and it'll go to where it can best win a premiership, is that with Parramatta or is that with the West Tigers? I mean, if that were, tr- were completely true, I think he probably would have already signed with the Eels. Okay, because there was always a debate as to because both of them were coming off contract at the same time. Dylan Brown has recommitted, and the question was, could they retain both their star halves? Look, I'm still leaning towards him remaining at Parramatta, but I'm less sure than I was about five days ago. Well, I think that if it was only just about money as well, you would have done the Tigers deal by now. He obviously yeah. wants to stay at Parramatta. So it's he's just, flip-flopping, yeah. It's just whether they can actually get to that point. Prepared to take less, but not be undercut at the same time. 0457 736 736. That is the text line number this morning and the open line number 1300 011170. You give us a call, the Motorola open line, and your chance to win a Signet Boost power bank valued at uh, 59.99. We'll round that up to 60, shall we? Uh, if you're a Parramatta fan, are you happy to see Mitch Moses go? Uh, what is, how much is too much? What are you prepared to pay for Moses to stay? And what are you prepared to say, no, that's too much, we'll let him go? Let us know on the text line 0457 736 736. Just before this sack of cricket news going on, before we get to that too, this is interesting, a scandal which uh, was only going to erode further the trust between the NRL and the Players Association. Peter Volandi is investigating allegations that, the senior, that senior NRL executives attempted to record a private meeting of players as well as NRL boss Andrew Abdo. So this incident is alleged to have occurred last week. Up to 50 players and RLPA staff met Andrew Abdo. And the reports are that Justin Olam had spotted an executive allegedly trying to record the opening minutes of the meeting, clandestinely, mm. under the table. Mm. And I go, hang on, what's going on here? Yeah, why also, why can't it just be openly recorded? Like, surely if you're in a in a meeting where you're saying, oh, this is, you know, we're all just fairly dealing here and we're just going to um, record this for our rec- for, for the record so that when, when we look back at stuff or when we're right, fine-tuning the details, we've got a record of it, I I don't think there'd be any problem openly recording it. I don't know why you have to do it an underhanded... Well, you shouldn't recording. be able to. I mean, you can't record well, you can't. People. It's illegal. Yeah. 
yeah, Surveillance Act, I think it's called. Um, you can allow to record people without their knowledge. But if that hasn't been agreed to, then this is a tremendous breach of trust. Mm. Tremendous breach of trust. I mean, it's been labelled, what, unethical and immoral. So mm. whatever divide between the two camps that seemingly was growing closer, you know, as I said, a glacial pace last week, well, I don't know if this is a setback in any way, shape or form. 0457 736 736. Nelson Asof Solomona, off contract at the end of this season, has told the City Morning Herald he would seriously consider representing the Wallabies should the opportunity arise. Yeah, who wouldn't in a World Cup year? Yeah, chance Sorry. to go travel. Big. No- well, this is the thing. I mean, like, Peter Volandis last week dis- dismissed the raid of rugby on Rugby League. In fact, they had, the, I think it was the Telegraph, had their, their anonymous coaches poll, and none of them took it seriously, the threat of rugby union. Will Pinasini's recommitted to rugby league. You know, you know, Sue Ali and a handful of others would certainly be in the sights of Eddie Jones. Have they miss out on Pinasini? Well, let's go for Big Nelson. Do you think it'll happen? No. You don't think it'll happen? No. Yeah. Maybe he's just saying that. This is what happens, right? Oh, I might go to rugby. It's funny. I, look, it's she, funny she, how I... all of a sudden these offers are on the table a year out when it's time to renew their contract. Why? Because it drives up their price. I mean, this is management 101. So, well, you know, there's an offer of... 900,000 from this club for Nelson. Oh, you know, the Wallabies are coming in big. They want to, oh, Melbourne got cheap and want to keep you. Might have to up our price. Yeah, like shoot your shot, great. But uh, no, I don't think it'll happen. Mm, okay. Uh, Latrell Mitchell and Jack Whiten. Uh, and I don't want to harp on this too much because I think people are getting a bit fatigued about this story. Yesterday spoke to the media for the first time following their arrests outside a Canberra nightclub on the weekend. I'm apologetic, obviously. I know I really. Uh, just want people to know that, you know, obviously the game of rugby league is what it is and um, and we'd, I just don't want to take that focus away from this week. We're both happy to be here and we can't wait to play and uh, we just want to focus on the week and, uh, and keep enjoying it together. I don't know, would you hear about it if it wasn't Jack or another uh, Sean Mitchell? I'm very sorry to the club, you know, it's um, worked for the last five years to um, repay my last muck-up, so, um, yeah, it's definitely not what no one wanted. I know when to go home, I guess, and if it wasn't wasn't on the town, it doesn't happen, and I think we've got to be smart on that. What I ascertained from what Latrell Mitchell said there was, okay, yeah, we did the wrong thing, and, but you notice how he sort of tempered that by saying, well, if it wasn't Jack White, Latrell Mitchell, would we have heard about it? You know, that, that's his way of downplaying the incident. I absolutely accept that point. We probably would. If it was Dan Pettigrew, Julian King, no one would care, no one would know who we are, no one would give a rat's. But it's not. It's Jack White and Latrell Mitchell with a public profile. And when there's delicate negotiations going on between the players and the governing body, uh, reputational damage done in the long term, I don't think there's a lot of skin lost, but it's just a, I wouldn't call it a scandal, but it's it's a hiccup that the game doesn't need at this stage. They should have known better. And no doubt they're a morsel for the actions. But uh, your man, Sticky, Ricky Stewart, he's been pretty impressed with Jack Wyden because he put his mates first. He told the Canberra Times, Ricky Stewart, I believe Jack Wyden, in what he described to me as just two cousins mucking around. Jack didn't want to leave Latrell in the situation he was in when he was asked to go. That's what I love about Jack. He puts his mates first. Because once it emerged that Mitchell was going to be moved to a nearby police lockup, Jack White reportedly used words to the effect of, if you're going to take him, you might as well take me. So right, you go away, but he didn't want to leave his mate. So he stuck solid with Latrell. The charges consequently levelled at him. I get where Ricky's coming from. That's the foundation of a team, a footy team. You stick with your mates. You're back, your mate. Uh, yeah. Um, I always wonder how, what, when coaches uh, talk about their players publicly when they get into trouble, what's being said privately? Um, has, is he being as 
understanding of Jack privately? Um, or is he saying, come on, mate? This is- I'm still waiting for a, that's not his go. <laughs> Jack, well, that's not his go. Latrell, that's not his go. Kind of is their go. I think it's, uh, look, I think the best person, remember when Victor Radley, uh, you know, got in a bit of trouble and Robbo just came out and said, I'm really disappointed in him and just was so harsh on him in uh. the media that it was such a disappointed dad moment. Like he didn't seem angry, but he was very disappointed. I thought, I always thought that was a really good approach. It's interesting. That sort of flies in the Alex Ferguson, the, the great football manager, Sir Alex, he was of the belief. And a lot of coaches adopt this mantra is that you, you rock solid in public. It's very different face in private, right? Mm-hmm. So, so your public faces, you back them in, did a silly thing, but we'll support him. But privately you could tear strips off them mm-hmm. if they wanted to, but any of that stuff behind closed doors. Yeah. Cause you don't want to give anyone a sniff that there's some kind of rift within the club. Yeah. That's what I uh, wonder about too. And I mean, Jack Whiten has always been really close to Ricky Stewart as well. Like last time when he did the deal um, to stay in Canberra, he didn't look going anywhere else. He was wanting to stay with Ricky and with yeah. Canberra. So he they have a very close relationship. So perhaps in private there's been more being said. Call us on the Motorola open line. Summer breakfast, Julian and King, Jaleesa Raps. So Vossi and Brandy back on deck next week. So Brandi in the building yesterday. He's looking fit. He's ready to go. He's been training the house down, Brandi. one 1170 Check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au. The texts are starting to fly through as well, JA 0457. 736, 736. We'll get to your messages after the break. Now to cricket. Uh, we presumed it would happen, and it did happen. Aaron Finch announced his retirement from international cricket. Just have a look at these figures, okay? So Finchy, five tests, 278 runs at, at 27.8, couple of 50s. They didn't fire in the test arena. And he was forced to open the batting when he was batting in the, the middle order for Victoria at the time. White ball cricket, outstanding numbers. 146 ODIs. 5,406 runs at 38.89. 1,700 30 is a high score of 153 not. 103 T20 internationals. 3,120 runs. 34.29 is his average. 200s, 10.50 is a high score of 172. He's got two of the top three highest scores in T20 international cricket, a World Cup winning captain. I think underappreciated. I hope we know how good Aaron Finch was in that version, in the mm-hmm. white ball versions of the game. And Lockham McCurdy, J.R. who we spoke to on Monday, mm. uh, brought this to my attention. He said, one of the more outstanding facts about Aaron Finch's T20 international record is how good he was away from home. Average 34.28 in that format. Carried by an average of 42.39 across 42 away matches. No other T20 opener has scored more runs away from home. And no other T20 batter. Not just open his batter, has scored more than Finch's 1,611 runs at away venues, but did it at a strike rate of 157.32. So away from home, foreign conditions, mm. striking at 157, more runs than any other batter away in T20 history. Mm. Like that is elite. Mm. That is elite. And people probably don't know that about Aaron Finch, and that's why I wanted to bring it to your attention today because I don't want him to be remembered as uh, simply the guy that went on a year too long. I don't want him to be remembered for that. Because if you're holding aloft the World Cup in the UAE, try telling a World Cup winning captain that you shouldn't stick around for one more year to try and defend your title at home. You just want a World Cup. You're not going to sack the bloke, are you? You pick him just because he knows how to win a toss. The, the, mistake, the mistake that Cricket Australia made was leading into um, that World Cup where he was out of form. They backed him already for the next one. That, that was the mistake. Yeah, but they're hanging. And then they kind of had hamstrung themselves when they – so they had to sort of pick him 
for that next World Cup, where, let's be honest, he shouldn't have been. But granted... I, I don't take anything away from his career, but I also don't think that when someone retires that suddenly we can go, look how great they... Like, we can we can look at their career and reflect on how great they were, but then, I mean, the narrative leading up to us is he, he was there too long. Sure, but that's that's a passing comment in the scheme of things, in all honesty. Like I said, he's a World Cup winning captain... And you only got to wait a year to defend it again. So it's, it's a tough call to drop him. In hindsight, you know, you've got 2020 vision. You can all say, well, I would have dropped him. Well, we don't know at the time, but it's not just him. You can't hang our meek exit from our home World Cup on Aaron Finch's form. No, no one else anyone, the bowlers, The is. bowlers are rubbish. He didn't play Stark in Adelaide. No one really fired. No one fired. So you can't hang that on Aaron Finch. So well done to Aaron Finch. Uh, underappreciated. Uh, well done to him, but he'll still figure in the domestic form of the game. Who's going to succeed him as captain? That's the other question. Mitch Marsh has been floated, a West Australian captain. I don't mind that. Some are saying Zampa a bit left field. You know, Pat Cummins, I'd be happy to see Pat Cummins give up that form of the game, and I actually hope he does. Uh, Glenn Maxwell, another one. So now they've got a decision to make. Uh, Who will succeed? Aaron Finch as the T20 captain. Of course, Pat Cummins, the 50-over captain. But I'm not sure that's going to be the case in the 20-over version of the game. And just before we get to the break, still on cricket, Jaleesa, Cameron Green's late bid to be fit for the first test is all but over. We think fractured fingers sustained in the Boxing Day test still causing problems. So there was talk that he's got to play, he'll bat, but he won't bowl. And then those who are a little more hopeful said, no, he may bowl, but now it looks like he'll be out alongside Josh Hazelwood. Yeah, that's a huge hit. Um, and obviously will definitely affect their bowling makeup when you don't have him there as kind of a another option for a quick. So there's two options to replace him in the middle order, uh, either Matt Renshaw or Peter Hanscom to reserve back. It, it has to be Renshaw. It will be Renshaw. They picked him in Sydney and they'll keep him now. After that final test match of the summer, we are up and running this Wednesday morning, 0457 736 736. And the NRL trial teams are in for the pre-season challenge, if you care about that. Some people like it. I couldn't give a, a rat's. You may be... In the same camp as me, but there's about 40 people named for every team. Uh, who are you looking forward to seeing play? Is there any youngsters that perhaps we should keep our eye on that you think, okay, this, this person's pretty good? Just keep an eye you know, on these youngsters, see how they go, and lead up to season 2023. Summer breakfast, filling in for Vossi and Brandy. I'm Julian King. Jaleesa Apps is alongside me, 1300 01 Yeah, JK and JA, and then uh, AV and GA will be back on deck from Monday next week. Hey, we have a Signet Boost Power Bank valued at 60 bucks to give away in the program today. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7 to the best caller or texter on the show this morning. Our Fitzy, Fitzy's, he's got the good oil. It was a done deal months ago, Moses. He's a tiger from 24. There you go. I don't think so. Can we add that to, to Sugar and Bear's Head? Rumour file? Yeah, yeah, you're going to call Rumour Tuesday. Well, the way Fitzy's talking, the tone of his text, that is very much fact. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so quite, Fitzy. You, you could be, you could end up being right, but if, if the deal was done, it would be announced by the Tigers the second well, it could be. What um, what was their rumour yesterday? There's a few going around, but um, they said, oh, a, a recently retired rooster is going to return to the side and think, well... Everyone got, was saying Boyd Jake Friend, Boyd Cordner. Boyd Cordner medically Brent retired. Morris, he can't. Uh, I'd be stunned if any of them come back. Who yeah. else? Orbo? I mean, anyone who's medically retired, you can rule out. They can't come back. Maybe Orbo? Oh, he still looks why? fighting fit. He's You'd been... be stunned. Dan, you're a, you're a Roosters fan. Yeah, any of them coming back? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I think they're all retired. has been a couple of years out Orbo, though. Like, it's not like he's been out Jimmy recently. Smith? 
Jimmy Smith. <laughs> so he said recently oh, retired. No, that'd be it. The desperation of Jimmy Smith to get back there. Bring back Rocket Rod Silver. It's not, <laughs> yeah, slim pickets in the fullback department for the Roosters. Thank you, Fitzy. We'll write that one down, see if you are right. You reckon uh, Moses to the Tigers, done deal. Tiger from 2024. Uh, most of the current squad would qualify to play in uh, Chaminda in the over 90s comp. Are you talking, what are you talking about, Seven Seagull? thing about it is you, you discuss a topic and then somebody texts off the back of that topic. And then, and you're and then into, you're like... I've totally forgotten. Uh, this one here from 590, pretty sure Finch was mad of the match in his very last game he played. It wasn't exactly terrible. Excellent point. That was the Ireland game. Because you remember he, he didn't play. He was injured for that Afghanistan game. Yeah. I think they opened with Maxwell and, mm. and Green and they dropped Stark inexplicably. But you're right. You're right. He's mad of the match in his very last game. So it wasn't exactly terrible. Good point. I just think there's a... Bit too much finch bashing for my liking. Troops, uh, for one point four mil a year, I'd marry my sister and become a Souths player. <laughs> you know what? I'd probably do the same. I would probably do the same. Uh, Jack and Latrell forgot the script. Uh, get drunk after the footy, not before. Yeah, okay. Like I said, you know, just a couple of mates mucking around in the wrong place, did the wrong thing, but on the scale of scandal, certainly on the scale of rugby league scandal, it barely moves the needle, doesn't it? Knowing now what we did, what we do. Uh, no amount of money would make me play for the NRL. Criminals, the Dragons, the Winos, the Raiders, bottom four flogs. That's very... Now, what unco- about what's wrong with the Raiders? What do you think the Raiders are bottom four? You reckon the Raiders are bottom four? No, they're better than that. They're a solid... I'm concerned They're a solid 12, year. the Raiders. Yeah. Well, listen, I, think I about last year. If you get... Because what derailed your season last year, Canberra, was the injury to Jamal Fogarty at the start of the year. Right, so they needed a good halfback... Security services from the Gold Coast. You train all year, you train pre-season, structuring around your number seven, it goes down. And they were going like busters. And I, I said, there's no way Canberra are going to make the eight. And they did. They came home with a wet sail. And that coincided with his return to the side. He got him for the year. They'll give it a sniff. I think Josh Hodgson's injury also was pretty detrimental to our hopes, along with are you, are you starting with Tom Starling? Um, I get... Uh, I guess you kind of have to. So speaking Most of green, experience there. Speaking of green, there's a green moon in Sydney tomorrow night. What? Heard about this? A green moon. Dan's going to research it for you. Hot. Get I? your binoculars out. <laughs> One more before the break. A reptile. Hello to you, my friend. Morning, shaggers. Uh, JA, how does it feel to have your opinion <laughs> listened to? Unlike Jimmy Smith, Moses would have to be paid more than Brown. Moses' ego, and he has he has his big and won't accept it. I think Jim, the Jimmy Smith and I rivalry has starting to spill out into the masses because, like, I had a cameraman say to me, geez, he's, he's just a bit hard on you, that Jimmy Smith, isn't he? It's like he teases <laughs> you like a little sister. Uh, uh, well, that, he, that's the vibe I get. But uh, We just were texting for... last night. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? And he was teasing me then. He was actually, no, you know what? Okay, I'm going to out Jimmy Smith. He was really proud of himself because Sandra Sully mm. had retweeted an interview he did. I didn't want it. it was I'd a be ho- proud. It was a hockey interview and I didn't want to tell him Mate, it's because she's on the hockey board. Correct. It's not anything to do with your talent. Mm. But I was like, oh, I was like, I sent back or something like, oh, I'll have to <laughs> have to set Sandra straight um, and let her know who you really are. And then he goes, I, th- 
I've just realised. I think it. I think it's because she's on the hockey board, and I was like, and you just realised the penny just dropped. Well, yeah. yesterday he walked outside the studio and he started banging the window violently and just to flip the bird at each other. Yeah. So let that. Uh, Every morning we flip the bird at each other when he walks in. Yeah, give an indication of the sort of relationship <laughs> between the two. Keep those texts coming in 0457 736 736. Time for the news headlines. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Summer breakfast. Julian King and Jaleesa Apps in for Vossi and Brandy. She's a pro, isn't she? Just clunks her headphones down, moves the mic while the mic's still on. <laughs> that, that annoys Jimmy you do one as of well. That annoys Jimmy as well. He goes, put your headphones on without being so clunky. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for those headlines, Vanessa. We're here thanks to Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. This is the part of the show where, of course, you can have your say. Get us on the Motorola open line now, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Smartphones for any budget. Visit motorola.com.au and the text line. 0457-736-736. Tigers fans, how much are you willing to pay to get Moses there? According to Fitzy, it's a done deal. He's there in 24. And Parramatta fans, what's the limit? What's your budget for Moses? What are you prepared to throw at him to keep him? And then if he goes above that line, it's that too much. Bye-bye. Thanks for your services. I'll be curious to hear that because he was at Eels training yesterday. Jaleesa was out there and you know, he said, look, my managers are dealing with that. Uh, it's not about the money. It's where I think I can best have a chance of winning a premiership. Well, if that's the case, surely Parramatta are ahead of the West Tigers at this stage. Of course. In terms of premiership credentials. But that may change in a couple of years' time. We don't know. And you can't begrudge someone for weighing up the money when they have a short career. He's now got a child. I, I don't begrudge him if he went to the Tigers, but it's I guess it's whatever's more important to you. Paul McCrory, Pearl, up bright and early as always. Good morning to you, Pearl. Morning, Jay Squared. Uh, did Latrell Mitchell just talk in the third person? The Pearl loves that. <laughs> <laughs> the Pearl is impressed. Also, have you seen anything from our Dragons 1 and 6 for the weekend? I'm just bringing this up now. Of course, the um, the preseason challenge, the trial teams of names. So the Dragons taking on St. Helens. That's on Saturday, uh, 8.05 p.m. kickoff Eastern Daylight Time. So Trey Stewart. He's the number one. Connor Mulhausen is the number six. Now, he's a um, Connor Mulhausen, a, a dummy half, a hooker. They played a bit in the trials last year. I don't know why they're picking him at six. They obviously know a little more than I do. He's at six. Embi's at seven. He's about 1,000 people on the bench. So you've got Tauto Monga, Max Finau, Michael Bolo, and Josh Corridge. Out of those that are on the reserves, I'm fascinated to see how these Finau brothers go. I know they came through the Melbourne Storm system, the Thunderbolts. Melbourne didn't want to let him go, but the Dragons have, have secured the double. Uh, their brothers, they want to stick together. Sione's a, a winger. He's played for the Tigers in the Queensland Cup, in the Q Cup. And uh, Hayley Finau is a hooker on the rise, a number nine on the rise. And so Jacob Little, you think, could get first crack at the number nine jersey for the Dragons. But this kid don't sleep on him. So this is a good thing about trials. I'm not fussed about winning and losing and bonus points for offloads and tries and the rest of it. It's all a nonsense. They're trying to do something. It'll be forgotten a second after the match is finished. But I think from a fan's perspective, they look at trials so they can have a look at combinations, they can have a look at young players that could potentially feature for the season. I'm actually really excited to see a older player. I'm excited to see Josh Hodgson. He's been named um, for the Eels against the Panthers. Mm. Um, obviously, we haven't seen much of him in the last two years with that injury, two injuries, um, when he was at the Raiders and the ACL was the most recent and... Um, I'm excited to see how he goes and how he combines with the Eels because I really think that if he uh, can click with – and Mitch Moses stays there and he can click with the halves, I think there's a premiership for the Eels. And you're doing – are we allowed to give a teaser about Josh Hodgson? Can we do that? Uh, Moving swiftly yes. along. Yeah, 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 yeah no? he'll be on tonight. 
He'll be yeah. on. He'll be on ten. Doing that's all. I, that's all I can say. That's okay. So <laughs> so tune in to ten years tonight. Ja is going to do a nice little piece on uh, Josh Hodgson from the Eels. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The motor roll up open line. G'day, Roland. Hey, Joey. How are you, J.A.? Morning. Hello, morning. Hey, guys, just on that Mitchell Moses thing, I mean, I, I pretty well agree with some of it, but, I mean, if he was ever going to deliver Parramatta a premiership as a halfback, his day's gone. Because the team they've got now is nowhere near as strong as they've had over the last few years. So going to Balmain for a paycheck with retirement pending in the next couple of years is there's the only way to look at it because... Um, Parramatta are still a reasonably strong side, but they are in the background going through a new rebuilding stage at the same time. So, yeah, I don't, I cannot see Parramatta. Parramatta will be in the top eight, but they won't be the strong club they've been in the last couple of years. Roland, are you looking there at um, Reed Marnie? Is that who you think, like, primarily has been the biggest well, loss? Well, yes, because I'm a Bulldog supporter. I've declared that on the show a million times. And I think Rudy Marnie, for us, and the Dogs, is a great pickup. Mm. Um, and, I mean, I've... Uh, yeah, my cousin's son actually played for Parramatta and only this year decided not to continue on. And he's a very close friend of Reed Marnie's. And you can imagine the chat at Christmas lunch this year on Boxing Day. <laughs> um, so, and the Reed Marnie story that he told us was sensational about what happened at the Dogs when he met with Phil Gould. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really strong about Reed Marnie at the Dogs. I like Reed. He's a good young kid, and uh, that is a really sound acquisition. I think the other thing, too, they're a bit concerned about it. I think the shoulder injury he had at the time, but you know, four year contract, it's hard to say no to. Gus is a hard man to say no to. He can be very compelling. Good on you, Roland. Thank you. You're a Dogs fan. They're taking on your Raiders, by the way. Mm. And that match, uh, 3.55 p.m. Sunday, 12th of Feb, Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, this is their side. It's full strength, just about. Braden Burns, Jacob Carras, Jake Avarillo, Paul Alamodi. I heard uh, Sugar talking about him yesterday. They rate him highly. Jade Nockenbohr. Uh, Joshy Reynolds is going to get a start. Yeah. Of course, made his way. It was lovely to see Grubb back in the number six jersey. Kyle at seven. And the forward pack, Luke Thompson, Reed Marty, Max King, Jacob Preston, Raymond for Taylor Mariner and Ryan Sutton. It's a pretty decent it's sign. It's a very good sign. And then Fomanu Brown, Chris Patalo, Andrew Davey, Corey Dels. They've all got first grade experience. And then your Raiders, uh, Xavier Savage, Albert Hopawati, Jared Croker. Yeah. How many years How uh, JC that? got left in him, do you think? Uh I, I don't think too long. I'd say mm. this this year. Or, I just hope he can remain injury-free. He's getting close to that 300 club. Brad Morkos, Elijah Anderson, Matt Frawley, Brad Schneider. And then the forwards are Adam Mariota, Danny Levi. He's got, a, I guess, a, a new lease of life there at Canberra. Emre Gula, Clay Webb, Trey Minnick, Corey Horsburgh. And then Ozaki Wolford. Jeez, the chip of his old man's block. Looks just like him. Sami Solo, Jordan Martin and James Schiller. Anyone that you're looking forward to? I'm really... I'm really looking Raiders. forward to seeing how Xavier Savage goes this year. I think um, he's it's going to have to be a big year for him. He shows these glimpses of being exactly what the Raiders need, that sort of X-factor player. But he has an error in him, and I hope that maybe a little bit of maturity and a little bit more experience has got that out of him. I'm glad you said Xavier. The boys on the run home yesterday were saying, you know how some people say Xavier? I've got a nephew, Xavier, and he hates it when people call him Xavier. Well, some of them, I mean... There, there is Xavier too, but he is Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. So some pronounce their names Xavier, some pronounce them Xavier. Yes. Different Weird. name. <laughs> uh, okay. This is a genuine question. Who is closer to a premiership right now, Parramatta or the West Tigers? 
And it sounds like a silly question off the cuff because Parramatta made the grand final last year. They'll finish ahead, you'd think, of the Tigers this season. Having said that, you know, as my grandfather would say, a miss is as good as a mile. You know, you can be second, you can be a great team that finished top four, but doesn't mean you're any you're not doesn't mean you're that close to actually winning a premiership, right? Mm. In five years' time, for example, so Mitch Moses is twenty eight now, say four years' time. In four years' time, who will be closer to winning a premiership? Parramatta or the Tigers? Parramatta. You think so? Mm-hmm. You think so? Mm. I'll say Parramatta, but I don't say it with any great confidence. It's a long time. It is a long time. 0457 736 736. Call us as well on the open line for a crack at the Signet Boost Power Bank. 1300 01 1170. Thanks to Motorola. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 1170 AM in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.